Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Happy Thursday to all of you. Let's get right to it. Today's show, you know what it is. Two days left. Actually, no, three days, because you got Friday, Saturday, but two days left of build-up left until you know what it is. Super Bowl 57 Phoenix, Arizona. Game's on at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific on Fox. So, of course, we're going to do the preview for that. I'm not going to give you the picks until Friday, okay? I'm just doing like I've done the last two weeks on these Thursdays where I give you the previews as to how I think each team has to win the Super Bowl. For Philly, if they win, it'll be their second Super Bowl in six years, or actually, no, second Super Bowl in five. And for the Chiefs, if they win, it'll be their second Super Bowl win in four appearances. But that is the Super Bowl preview. Well, not is. That's what's going to be a majority of the show. And, of course, you're going to have the game picks, and I'll start with those. But before I get to any of that, I'm going to stick to another topic. You know, for uh, if this is your first time ever listening to this show or watching this show on Rumble, please keep in mind that, or not please, but keep in mind that I don't spend a ton of time on a topic more than once, meaning... You know, like the Kyrie Irving or LeBron thing, I'm not going to touch that. Or I don't spend too much time on one sport unless it's absolutely necessary. I say that because guess what? The NBA, the trade deadline, went, came and went. And the last and the biggest trade happened with the Nets. The Nets traded Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns for, what, a second, third, it, I just don't know what's going on in Brooklyn. You're the fourth seed in the East right now. Phoenix is barely, barely in the top six. Remember, NBA fans, you have the play-in tournament for the seed seven through the ten. But my point is, what is Brooklyn, what are they doing? What are the Nets doing? Now, as far as this trade for Kevin Durant as the Suns go, oh, this makes the Suns the favorite to win the NBA title. In fact, they are now, what, 18-1 to 1 to win it now because of this trade? They're now at plus 500 if you're looking at money lines? Like, okay. So Phoenix, they're not the number one seed now, but if you get KD who will be back by the All-Star break, which is actually this weekend. But then you have Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. One heck of a team set up to win the West, at least, and maybe win the whole thing, because I don't think Boston is going to win the East. I think Boston will win the East, but I don't think it'll be enough to win them another title. That's my thoughts on these NBA trades. You know, Westbrook heading to Utah, pretty ironic given his history. And, you know, history with Utah fans, eh, it's ironic and kind of funny. And then Eric Gordon, you know, 
Eric Gordon going to Houston, or not Eric Gordon, John Wall getting traded from the Clippers to the Wizard or to the Rockets. Like, all right, this is this is nuts. But that's what trade deadlines are good for. It's more just a, oh my God, let's see what actually happens. And I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna put this motto out here for all of you listening, and even to the mainstream people. Stop hyping these trades. I did it with the Kevin Durant thing because I do think that's a major game changer. But honestly, we do not know how these teams will play right away. Okay? When I get to the game picks, I think the Suns are going to be in the games list. Let me take a quick check on that really quickly. Yeah, let me take a quick check on that. See what if the Suns are in the games list because that is going to be your game pick for the NBA thing. Let's see. Uh, Bulls, Nets. No, okay, so the Suns aren't. Oh, yeah, they are. They're playing in Atlanta tonight. Now, granted, KD still has to pass a physical, and that dude's still healing from his, what, MCL sprain. So just watch after the All-Star break. But for spotlight game, you know, all this to say, here are the game lists. Uh, Nuggets over Magic, Suns over Hawks, Nets over the Bulls, and the Bucks over the Lakers. Spotlight game. Take Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's favored by 8.5. Take Milwaukee. Expect this game to be in the mid-hundreds again. I'm going to go 120-115. Milwaukee over the Lakers. Milwaukee over L.A. As your NBA spotlight pick again for the rest of them. Nuggets over Magic, Suns over Hawks, and the Nets over the Bulls. Those will be your other picks in the NBA. For the for my hockey fans, here we go. Uh, I'm going to go with the Flames over the Red Wings. Panthers over the Sharks. Kraken over the Devils. The Oilers over the Flyers. The Avalanche over the Lightning in a rematch of the Stanley Cup Final. Back in Tampa, that game is on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. That is your spotlight game. Uh, Tampa is favored minus 145 in the money line. So would you want to bet Tampa? If you want to win money, you don't want to bet Tampa. But I'm going to go with the Lightning here. Go with 2-1 in that game. Regulation win for the Lightning. 2-1 over the Avs in the game tonight. That's your spotlight game if you're looking for some money. Uh, let's see. Kraken over the Devils. Oilers over the Flyers. Lightning over the Avalanche. Islanders over the Canucks in Bo Horvat's first game against the Canucks since he got traded last week. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch the game pick. I'm going to switch the uh, spotlight game. Canucks over the Islanders in Long Island. Bo Horvat's second home game in Long Island. Go Isles! I've got the Islanders beating the Canucks. 3-2. Regulation win. Expect Bo Horvat to get another goal or two. 3-2. Islanders over the Canucks. If you want a second spotlight game in the NHL, go with the Lightning over the Avs. 2-1 in a regulation win for the Lightning. And then got the Golden Knights over the Wild. So for the games that don't have any action or I'm not too spotlighted on, Flames over the Red Wings, Panthers over the Sharks, 
Kraken over the Devils, and the Oilers over the Flyers, and the Golden Knights over the Wild. So the whole board, again, spotlight picks. Take the Lightning over the Avs at home, and the Islanders over the Canucks. So take those two to the bank. Those are easy wins right there. For my college basketball fans, let's go ahead and get you guys wrapped up, and then I'll do the preview for the rest of this show. Uh, Purdue and Iowa in West Lafayette tonight. I'm taking the Boilermakers at home. I'm taking UCLA over Oregon State. They do have the Oregon schools this weekend, but that's going to be an easy win for the Bruins. That's not your spotlight game. Uh, Gonzaga, San Francisco, meh. And St. Mary's over Loyola Marymounts, eh, okay. And Arizona over Cal. You know what? Cal's only got three wins. Arizona's favorite at 18. That's an e that's too much of an easy win. Gonzaga's favored by 14 and a half over the Dons of San Francisco. So, okay. You know what? For my college basketball fans, again, I only pick inside the top 25. Uh, let's see what's in the other conferences really quick. I already gave the Big Ten a little bit. Let's see what's in the Big 12 tonight. Uh, okay, they're not even they're not even playing tonight. The Big 12's not. So, what about the ACC? Okay, nothing on tonight either. So it's all just the Big Ten and the Pac-12 tonight. Let's go into the top 25 again. All right. So if you want some interest in college basketball, take the Bruins on the road in Corvallis. It'll be too easy. Favored by 16. I mean, I could have gone with Arizona over Cal, but stick with me here. UCLA over Oregon State. UCLA looks to climb back into that discussion for at least the final number one over for that final number one seed in the tournament. Again, the Bruins don't impress me offensively. That's why when I'm looking at the tournament, I don't see them going far. You know, they're mid-level as far as scoring goes. They score barely 65 a game, so expect this game to be in the mid-60s. I'll go 68, 60. I'll go 68 to 42 UCLA over Oregon State. That's your spotlight game for there. And again, for the games that don't have spotlights, I'll go Purdue over Iowa, Gonzaga over San Francisco, St. Mary's over Loyola Marymount, and Arizona over Cal. So those will be your winners there. With that, let's see how much time. All right, cool. Ten minutes in. Sweet. Now I can spend the rest of this time talking about the Super Bowl. Now again, I'm not picking the game. That will be tomorrow's show. What I'm using today for, for my NFL fans, is to preview to see what will happen. Now, I shouldn't have, well, I shouldn't have turned off the app to do this. I want to see if the line has changed. I want to see if the line's changed between the game now. No, Philly's still favored at a point and a half. And they could win. I mean... This is almost a pick'em game because, quite frankly, the X factor for the Eagles, even though he'll be the star, you know, people will not consider this guy to be the X factor. I know he's a finalist for the MVP, 
But Jalen Hurts is the X Factor. What I believe in this for the Eagles, because yes, you have A.J. Brown. Yes, you have Boston Scott. Yes, you have Miles Sanders. Yes, you have Devontae Smith. Yes, you have probably the better offensive line of the two. Yes, yes, yes. Everything says Philly. They're the better team. But in this game, this is why I'm taking Jalen Hurts as the X factor for the Phillies, for the Eagles to win. If he, he has to, he's proven it to me all year. I said it before the season started, but Jalen Hurts has to improve as a passer if the Eagles are going to have to do anything. They're 14-3. and three. That is good. He has only lost one time. He has to be the guy that will get Philly the win. A.J. Brown will have his catches. He'll probably have seven catches for 90 yards, maybe a touchdown. Because I do expect the first team to 30 will win this game. And I do expect A.J. Brown to have a touchdown. I expect Miles Sanders to have a touchdown. But this game is going to be very, very close. The tight end matchup, I will take Travis Kelsey all day, every day over Dallas Goddard. All day, every day. The answer, again, it all goes back to Jalen Hurts. If he can throw for at least... 200 yards and then do his normal rushing attack because I don't see Kansas City slowing down Philly's running game much. But if Jalen Hurts throws 20 times and he can get at least 200 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns and make that phenomenal run, you know, whether it's a run that will keep the clock moving if Philly's up by four or something of that type. Because that's what it's going to have to come down to even for the Kansas City X Factor. And you know who I'm talking about. It's the MVP finalists. Now, you can tell me, well, Austin, you're just picking the quarterbacks. That's lazy analysis. No. You know why? Because it's going to come down to one, one special play. Philly has the better team. Philly has the deeper wide receiving core. Remember, all of Kansas City's wide receivers are at least going to be banged up heading into this game. Yes, the Chiefs are going to have Clyde edwards alaire back, maybe in time. And that'll be a perfect spell for Jarek McKinnon, who will be, you know, that was the other second X factor for me for the Chiefs. But the reason I'm choosing the quarterbacks and Mahomes is the X factor here. The reason the Chiefs are in this game is because of that one special play. Albeit, yes, it took a late hit out of bounds or a late shove because it really wasn't much of a hit. I get it. That 15-yard penalty to the end of that play when Mahomes was running 
on a hobbled ankle. I told you guys all last week leading up to that game. Or leading up to that game. I told you, sprained ankles don't heal quick. They don't. Now, maybe in a week, he'll be fine. Maybe able to run around and hop around and be the magic man we all know. But in this Super Bowl, a very sneaky Super Bowl, where the line is a point and a half, where the teams are dang near even, they're 14-3 and three in record, they're the number one seeds. I think this is the first time we've had number one seeds in the Super Bowl, I believe, since... No, the Chiefs were the two seed when they last showed up in the Super Bowl in 2019, when they first showed up in 2019 under Andy Reid. But it all boils down to that one special play. That's what a very sneaky good game this is going to be. The kickers are even. A lot of you might take Jake Elliott. Might be the better kicker considering what they've done this season. Harrison Butker has missed some kicks. But deep down, it's one special play. Who is going to be that quarterback to make it or give it to him? Now the other, you know, I mentioned the Chiefs X Factor. The second one would have been Jerk McKinnon. The third would be MVS, Valdez, um, Valdez Gantling. Okay? That would be the other guy. Or Juju. That's it. Yeah, I could get to the defenses. You know, for Philly, you got Darius Slay. A bunch of great players. On both sides. But I'm choosing the quarterbacks because it's going to take that one special play. That one special play that Jimmy G didn't make, the one that everybody still criticizes him for, where he just missed on Emmanuel Sanders three years ago or two years ago now. Or, no, four years ago now. The point is, who is going to make that play? Because it's going to come down to it. It came down to it in the AFC title game, albeit a little help. But it got there. Because of that one special play that Mahomes made. Can Jalen Hurts match going 200 yards, throwing 20 attempts, and A.J. Brown having his one touchdown and eight catches? That you'll have to see for tomorrow. As to what I think that will have to be. But I'm telling you, for each team, that's what it's going to take. For either team, this is how even this game is. I think this is like the most even contest really since, what, Super Bowl? I don't know, what was, you know, people in the comment section, you can look up and see what the closest, because I don't have that much time. I only have, I only have 10 minutes left. Yeah, I only have 10 minutes left, so I can't rush through this very quickly but if I mean this is the tightest point spread I can remember for a Super Bowl at a point and a half this is going to come down to one special play and that's why these quarterbacks are the X-Factors and that's 
all it will take. Now, as far as all the prop bets for the game, that I can throw in for tomorrow, too. But that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. You can also watch this show on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or go to rumble.com if you have a desktop computer, and search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms of all these platforms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media with the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast, or the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also, if you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. And if you want to get to know me personally on a yours truly basis, you can follow me on Instagram at AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out! And I'll see you guys tomorrow.